You sound good. Do I? You sound good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that we're doing this, Jacob. What are we doing? We're 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 uh, we're we're doing our reformat. We're doing a reformat, and, and, and it's and, exciting. And we and we're catching up the catch up the podcasters with with an open with an odd opening that we recorded after yes the episode. We're recording this in a completely different yeah. time, yeah. completely different space. Totally. We're actually in a parking garage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're in a garage in France, but not the good part of France. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. I don't know what the bad part of France is, but yeah. that's where we are. I think all parts of France are good, I've been oh, told. really? I don't know. So long as they have those tasty croissants. Yes. Croissant! croissant. I, no. I, I'm in. <laughs> I'll go, go ahead. I'll be anywhere in France. I'm so in. Yeah. But we're doing this because we are rebranding, reformatting, doing the whole different thing on the show. Yeah. And we started this week, and we dove right into the news. We just dove we're right like, in. We were like, let's try this. Yes. Let's just do it. Let's, we don't know what the format is. Let's just do it. Let's jump so in the deep end of the pool. we dropped our pants, and we got and it. And we got did it. it. We yeah. jumped in, yeah. and then we suddenly realized three years we've been on the air, and people have been listening, and they're going to go, "What happened? What is going on? Why are we? Why did the music yeah. end?" And we just started hearing the news immediately. We yes. didn't get the Noel and Jacob at all madness at all. I think we learned something pretty big. You'll notice yeah. when you hear what's coming, which is kind of funny because I've, I've listened to it a couple times. Yeah. Um. When when this starts, it's yeah. clear. That I, I I don't know because I do the, I report the first story yeah, I don't yeah. really know what yeah. exactly I'm doing yet but it's great and it's well okay it, it's it may great be, if it, it feels a little you'll know I think it feels a little little bit like um like I'm rehearsed like I'm finding it like okay. a little nervous yeah. a little fast yeah and a little bit like I'm like I'm trying to to figure out what this character right. is and I think that by the end of it. When we were zipping back and forth, I feel like like people will hear what the show's gonna be. You know what? It's, not what it not what it was as we were experimenting with it. But it's kind of fun though. Yeah. To share the process with with our loyal, you know, fans with the hardcore ones who are with the Biofriendly yeah. Podcast yeah. already, so they can kind of hear us go like, "Whoa, wait, you know, yeah, interesting." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what it sounded like to me? Huh? It sounded like an expert actor, a Kevin Klein, will you? A Kevin who's been who's Klein. been who's been told we want you to read the news. Yeah. And and they and he said, "Do I have any time to prepare?" And they said, "No, no. three, two, one, go." No. And that's what it sounded like yeah. to me. And then within thirty seconds, Kevin Klein was like, "I'm Kevin now Klein." Now I got it. <laughs> now we got it. Now we know. How this and goes. in this comparison, you're Kevin Klein. That's the nicest thing you've said to me <laughs> in I like in probably a, at least a day. A day, at okay, least. Good. I good, would good, say good. that was really that was really thoughtful. Well, Thank Kevin you. Klein's a great He's actor, a and I know we both great, admire him actor. and respect him. The movie Dave is on my list. It's glorious. Of top movies. Yes. I love it. I love it. I, I, just, I really do. It's a great movie. But he's got a million movies that are on my list of times. So French many Kiss. Oh, oh, my God. Get out of here with that. Oh, my God. So good. Just, we were just talking about France. That's why we're in France, actually. People that's why we came to France, because to, of French Kiss. To follow Kevin Klein's footsteps. Uh, zip, boom, bonjour. <laughs> we are back in business. Back in business. <laughs> <laughs> with your little walk uh, to look like a duck. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's good. So, so we decided to record this little extra intro for you guys who've been with us for so long, and you need to hear a little bit of like an ease into the news. Yes, and we realize that. We don't yeah. want you to freak out in the future. Don't freak out. That you hear this episode and go, wait a minute. Yeah. So it's just going to be these two pattering back and forth on yeah. news stories. It's yeah. not. No. We, we realized 
halfway through the show, we kind of realized that this show's going on. I think you probably will hear it by the, by the time yeah, you'll, the you'll, end. You'll we see the discovery. Kind of, we kind of discover the show and even mention it, like call yeah. it out. Yeah. But uh, we've decided that that what we're doing kind of with the format, at least for now, this for is going to evolve. Yeah, it will. Um, but we're, we're thinking that we'll still have the podcast be a podcast where we open with the two of us chatting, catching up, getting Doing our nonsense, getting warm, yes. you know, getting the audience warmed Limbering up, up, getting everybody ready to rock. And yeah. then we'll jump in and then be a little more somewhere in between news guy and us yes. to tell the stories yes. back and forth and to get, to get it out there somewhere in that, in yeah. that range. Yeah. And I then, like and then in between the stories, you know, get back into podcasting for a minute. If you are a subscriber to the podcast and listening to the podcast, you get everything. You get everything. You, you get, get it whole, all. It's the yes. best place to listen to the show. Right is to listen to it. Because you're getting just us jabbing, uh, gabbing in between everything. Yeah. And, and, and I said jabbing. I well, we are gonna, jabbing. We're, we're, we do, jabbing we're sword fighting and stabbing yeah. and jabbing. <laughs> Underneath the new t- <laughs> Oh, and if you happen to go and watch the, uh, the, the news, clips. news clips that come out, you'll see our new set that we built. New set. Yeah. We built that desk yeah. and we built this city on rock and roll. We built the whole city on yeah. rock and roll. Yeah. And you'll, you'll, feel, you'll feel the rock. So should we yeah. jump into the news now? I guess we may as well. well. We've given them all we can give them. Hopefully they don't abandon us. They won't. They won't abandon us. I believe us. in them. I believe in them too. This is this is where they're going to say, I'm doubling down and I'm with them for life. Doubling down. Yes. Yeah. So here you go. It's time for the this news. This week in Greece. <laughs> this week we are so linked. Get ready. <laughs> it's time for <laughs> this, this week, week in, in Greece. Hi, I'm Noel. And I'm Jacob. And this is the week in green. Euronews reports. That clean heating can come from an abandoned coal mine? Yes, it seems that for centuries the United Kingdom has relied upon coal as an important resource. However, recently, there's less coal available because they've changed their ways due to environmentalism, climate change, maybe less than ideal working conditions, uh, and other factors that we've all talked about in the show in the past. These old mines, though, now have found a new, greener purpose. These, the years of flooding that has gone to these coal mines has allowed natural heat from the Earth's core to warm up the water within them. And that now means that the British Coal Authority uh, has a plan to pump that water out of the mines, put that into homes, and then use that to heat the homes instead of other older forms of heat like natural gas or just kind of burning stuff. So we actually have a quote, because uh, when he learned about the new application of this being pumped into mines, the coal baron, Lord Worthington B. Featherthumper, he took a victory lap and he stated, <clears throat> let me see if I can get this right, Jacob. <clears throat> he said, yeah. now I knew that when I was forcing these coal miners to spend day and night inside of these mines, pumping out all the coal I could possibly put into my coffers, that it was probably going to be a great thing for the people of the future. Now you all can thank me, because I, the great Lord... Wellington P. Fatherhubber, I'm a green person helping the environment. Sound about right? That's perfect. Spot on. That was his exact quote, actually, Jacob. I actually got that from the news article. That was not even from, from elsewhere. But it's very really interesting, it. though, right? That is very fascinating. Yes, yeah, very cool. The, is that his real name? That's, that's his Feather real name. Feather Humper? I made that, I made oh, that part up. I may I was, have thought that it was hilarious that you'd have a coal baron who is actually thinking about his, that he's an environmentalist now because, <sighs> you know. They're it's using a, the mines that he literally had people poisoned in it's for great, great. centuries in, in, in England up until the point now. But what do you think? What are the thoughts? I don't know what to think about it. I'm just still, still smitten by the character you've just become. <laughs> Worthington is an important person in the history of Green. <laughs> he actually saved us all now that we've got this, this new... Well, okay, it's, so it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a neat idea, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. So they're using geothermal energy already in, uh, in uh, the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, the Dutch have, have been uh, actually using that same technology to actually create electricity. Oh. Uh, and they're doing similar kinds of things in Canada where they've had lots of problems with like cave-ins and problems with right. coal mines for, right. for a very long time. So the UK, I mean, they're kind of the classic coal mine country 
country. They had so much coal there, and there are mines all over. They actually have a map, uh, which you can look at if you follow the article again that's on Euronews, uh, that tells you how many places they actually can service with this by, yeah. by doing it. Yeah. But it's a way of heating up your home and making things you know, clean and green, and then because you're not using so much natural gas or just you know, throwing logs on a fire or just burning you know, your, your old paintings of grandma or whatever, you can actually create some heat in your house. My goodness, don't burn paintings of grandma. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> no, this is good. Not good for the environment, folks. Not good for the environment. No, no this yeah. is great. This is great. This is the kind of steps in the right direction, and they have a reputation for burning that coal, and that's what needs to go away. Agreed. 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 In other news. Other news. Okay. Engineers are building bridges with recycled wind turbine blades. Repurposing the blades could help solve major waste challenges. Hmm. On a former train track bed connecting the towns of Middleton and Eugle in County Cork, Ireland, workers recently excavated the rusted remains of an old railway bridge and installed a pedestrian one in its place. The bridge would have been an unremarkable milestone in development of a new pedestrian greenway through the Irish countryside, if not for what it's made of. Recycled wind Turbine blades. Huh. Creative solutions will be necessary to deal with the wind turbine blade waste that's coming, averaging over 150 feet in length. That's the thing that a lot of people don't realize because you see them far away. They're huge. Yeah. They're enormous and weighing upwards of a dozen tons each. Wind turbine blades take up a huge amounts of space in landfills. Once there, the ultra sturdy fiber reinforced plastics they're made of don't break down easily. So in Ireland, they're making pedestrian bridges out of recycled wind turbine blades, and I am a huge fan of this idea. That's a really cool idea. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? <laughs> right, right. I mean, right. you have the you have the wind turbine blades anyway. They're, they're you're probably they're not, not going to last forever. You got to mm -hmm. do something with them. I and mean, we're always talking about repurposing stuff and putting things in a you know in a, in a, in a giving them a new a new home a new a new lease on life a new lease on you life. You know, like those those old commercials you used to watch where they would turn a bottle into a, a soap dish and they yeah. was all excited that it now got to be a soap dish. Yeah. How yeah. exciting is it for those old fan blades to now be like oh, I am a bridge. Yeah. You absolutely. can walk on my face. Yes, it's it's fantastic. I, and I love it. They're not the first people to do it either. There was no? another it's another city that beat them to it. Okay. It was uh, ba 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 ba. This is classic old mm. bi-friendly podcast forum, Jacob. Yes. Um, the ba ba are, are yeah. Part. The ba 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 ba. Poland. 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 That's actually surprising because yeah. Poland yeah. is still pretty heavy on the on the uh, the, the coal-fired power plants. So yeah. they've got some wind turbines out there too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually I didn't actually know that they were heavy on that. I suppose there's wind turbines everywhere, right? Yeah. And every Everybody's got some wind. Yeah. And yeah. They, they call it a blade bridge, which blade is blade bridge. Blade bridge. It's very, very cool. Blade, the Daywalker bridge. Did you hear that uh, that that uh, billionaire uh, Jeff Bezos has mm -hmm. got a super yacht so big that they're having to deconstruct a, a famous uh, and like like classic bridge in Rotterdam in order to get the thing out of where it was built in Rotterdam? No. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. So there. So the people are now talking about well, we're going to throw rotten eggs at the. Oh. At, at the, wait. Didn't they though? Didn't they? I well, thought I saw I a picture they, of people throwing. Maybe eggs. they tried it. It was like it's like 250 feet or something to get to the. You have to have yeah. a pretty good arm. Yeah. Uh, at least could probably do it. But I, I don't. Th do I don't know if the rest of us could pull it off. You got to have a whole <laughs> team of pitchers. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. But I was wondering, do you think that one day in the future, this classic bridge made of wind turbine blades is going to be deconstructed to let some billionaire get his? Or at that point, inflation. Yeah. Trillionaire. Probably uh, get their get their money. Yeah, uh, I believe out so. Of, out of Rotterdam. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we're headed, folks. So that's my story. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. And we, and we had the moment too. I, I folded the last one okay. so that I could throw it at the, yeah. at the thing, which I don't know is a very good idea. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll give, but we'll I think you'll end up hitting Elise or Veronica. Sorry, Elise and Veronica in advance if that's what happens. <laughs> which is a great segue to our next story, mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. A croc that dined on dinosaurs. What? Yeah. Echo Watch did this one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, scientists in Australia have discovered a an ancient crocodile that used to feed on uh, dinosaurs. Uh, so before you think of like a Jurassic Park monster, this is actually a it's like a little less than seven foot long crocodile, and it ate a very small dinosaur. Okay. Uh, with their, what's called an, an or, ornithopod. I think I got that right. Perfection. Yeah. So um, while the startling discovery, uh, it was a startling discovery to the, to the uh, scientists at what was called the Australian Age of Dinosaurs Museums, where they found it. They admit that this crocodile didn't probably specialize in eating dinosaurs. So he wasn't walking around just like hunting dinosaurs, but that it was an easy meal. He couldn't pass it up, so he ate it. Wow. So um, it's tough to learn kind of what crocodiles used to eat because they have really acidic stomachs. They still do to this very day. And so typically, the only way they could find out what a crocodile was eating was by looking at the bite marks on, uh, on, on fossils to get a better idea. But they really have no idea. So they're very excited to learn that there's a crocodile that ate dinosaurs. So my commentary on that is no crap. <laughs> Can you tell me what what else is he? First of all, what else is he going to eat in the Cretaceous period yeah, when right. almost everything on land is a dinosaur? That's right. Okay, that's right. maybe he's eating fish, which is cool, and he's probably eating a lot of those, and maybe yeah. that's the main diet. But of course, he's, they eat cans, they eat shoes, yeah. they eat tires, yeah. they eat rubber people. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they eat rubber people, but I'm sure yeah. they would. They eat. They eat anything. The only thing that crocodiles don't eat are Australians. Right, right, right. And yeah. that's probably occasionally why. they get an Australian. <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> Aussies eat the, them. The percentage <laughs> is very small. That's probably why. Well, the Australian scientists found this so strange because yeah. the only place on earth where a crocodile is like a mild pest that you sort of have to shoo out of the way. Everywhere else, it's like a crocodile eats me and my babies and everything else that's around Right, here. right, yeah. right, right. So if a crocodile, if they find these ancient crocodiles, they ate dinosaurs, they're, we think of dinosaurs as huge, but even the fish are technically dinosaur fish. Yeah, I mean, like they were <laughs> dinosaur fish. We're talking about dinosaur fish, folks. Oh, man. You know, but like whatever was on land, I mean, you can't, I can't imagine that a crocodile is going to pass on anything that's walking by that it thinks yeah. it can eat. Yeah, Because it's a Crocodile. It's a crocodile. We've seen man. crocodiles they eat everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was my. I mean, that was my, my take on it. It's an interesting article, and, and I'm glad that we finally confirmed that yes. they ate a dinosaur. Confirmed. The, the mystery is over. The mystery you is can solved. End all the research, you yeah. know that they ate dinosaurs. All the corrosive acid in the stomach cannot stop us from learning now. Yes. You know, yes. interesting facts on this one. Only 35 percent of the crocodile was preserved. What? Because the rest of it was crushed in the process, so they would have lost out had, had more of the dinosaur been cr- or crocodile been crushed. They had to use x-rays and CT scans and took them 10 years to put together the image and confirm that it was, in fact, a dinosaur inside the belly of that crocodile, which I thought was kind of cool. That's amazing. And they found it near a sheep station in Queensland, Australia. What I'd like them to do is to take the DNA of the crocodile and the, and the dinosaur and blend them to get, together and recreate a super croc dino today and open a theme park. Is this a bad idea? No, this is a great idea. <laughs> it's a great idea. I'm sure there's a documentary about it. Okay. Whoa! Uh, Got it. Off the island. Awesome. Of, whoa, whoa. Awesome. The island? Awesome. Uh, Isla Sorna. Yeah. All right. Up next, we've got... <clears throat> I thought this was pretty sweet. Okay, let's hear it. Meet the Jordanian diving duo dedicated to marine conservation. What? Yes. Okay. Sif al-Madanat and Baisan al-Sharif met through the diving community in Aquaba. 
the duo shared the same passion for conserving the Red Sea. While exploring the Jordanian waters, the divers quickly realized that pollution is the biggest threat to marine life. Without talking underwater, we both started collecting trash in our jackets. And when we got out of the dive, without saying a word, we were both happy that we were doing the same thing. What I love about this story is it huh. says, without talking underwater. So they were not going like, we should clean up the trash. <laughs> it's so much harder to talk underwater it's than people think. It's very hard if you to have, have that trying conversation. At home, what happens is you go like this. Exactly. But they've gone further with this whole effort, and they've created the organization, which it says, Saif and Basan saw the urgent need to clean the oceans. Together, they launched the nonprofit Project Seas. Their cleanup dives were made sustainable by collaborating with a local brand, Urban Design to create a limited edition candle. We should get that candle, right? We're big on candles at this at this office, folks. Big time. Uh, unless yeah. it smells like fish, then we probably we should We don't like it. the fish candle as much. There's a couple <laughs> candles that didn't make it. Didn't make it. That were tried it. and yeah. failed. Yeah. But generally, we're candle people. We're definitely candle people. Absolutely. So each candle sold helps support the cleaning and maintenance of all 28 dive sites in Aquaba. Am I saying that right, by the way? Spell Aquaba? A-Q-A-B-A. Aquaba? I mean, how could you say it better? Yeah. Akaba. Could be Akaba. <laughs> could be that. I don't know. So uh, this story, this story excited me because this was a couple doing amazing things together, and it proves the story. I mean, it proves my theory, which is couples that dive together thrive together. Oh, you Aww. should you should get that put onto our mugs. <laughs> that could be for you and me. We're a couple that dive into, into, <laughs> into sweet the environment. environmental news together. Yes, yes we do. So we, we do. can thrive into sweet environmental news together. Uh, we just toasted our llama mugs, guys. Mm. So I, what do you think about that? That's pretty great, right? Like yeah. if more, more people were, what I loved about this, they were divers. This isn't, they didn't start to clean up the world. They, they were already diving and then they discovered this along the way and it opened up a whole new thing. And I just think that when we're going into the spaces around the world, if we think beyond just visiting places, mm -hmm. just uh, our, our uh, recreational activities, like when you go to the beach, like when you go to the ocean, like when you go on hikes in nature, to always be thinking to yourself, how can I get some of this garbage out of here? Because we have a lot of it. I think it's a sign of the times, right? That yeah. you've got people who just on their own when they're off doing things. Yeah. Uh, they see a problem in the environment and they now have a desire to fix it. I yeah. think that's that's something that's more and more common than it was before, which is really, really exciting. It's a sign that, that all of the effort of, of, well, you know, people like us out here yeah. looking like schmoes in front of the camera mm -hmm. it makes it means it's worth it Yeah, because people are learning and people are, are deciding that they can make a difference and they can and here's, here's two wonderful people who not only dive together they thrive together they thrive together <laughs> <laughs> after you sir the next article folks <clears throat> can you believe that they can turn CO2 into delicious steak what? Yes, folks, that's what we're talking about. Wired Magazine is reporting this particular article. Two scientists from the Department of Energy's Berkeley lab have uncovered some old NASA, NASA stuff mm -hmm. uh, from back in the 1960s when they were thinking, we're going to send people to Mars. Right. If we're sending people to Mars, they're probably not going to be able to store enough food because it's so difficult to get anything up into the sky. Right. Like up into space, it just takes so much energy. So you want to have as, as little weight as possible. So they have this idea that they could create food up there by basically doing the same process as you have with, with yogurt, right? So uh, basically, they're, they're, they're feeding microbes CO2, oxygen, minerals, nitrogen, and water. And then that process creates what is a protein-rich flour with similar amino acid profile as what you'd get with meat protein. Unreal. Yes, and then from there, it's just, Jacob, it's easy. It's just a combination of pressure, temperature, and cooking techniques 
And so you can get a fully formed meat blob that probably tastes like chicken. <laughs> a fully formed meat blob. Yes. I'd love to invite everybody over this summer and be like, hey, guys, come over. I'm yeah. making meat blobs for everybody. Fully formed meat blob probably tastes <laughs> like chicken. I think this has led scientists to wonder the question, if we can do this with CO2, what kind of tasty flavor can we get with the more climate-intensive fart gas methane? Oh, my God. We could make fart meals? We could make fart meals. Oh my because God. it's methane, right? You know what? I feel like L.A. is going to be the first city to have, like, a, a fart and steak restaurant. This that, is that, definitely, it's going to be the new trend, that's, right? That's the goal, folks. Okay. We're going to save the environment with, with gas. That's, that's the Literally truth. saving the environment with gas. <laughs> we're taking the gas out of the air, we're putting mm. it into meat, and we're eating it to then mm. produce new types of gas. Medium rare. Yeah. Toot. Yeah, but it's. What do you think about that? I mean, I it's love it's it. a pretty neat idea, though. I love All it. jokes aside about the meat blob and everything, which is kind of how I expect it'll end out. I, I I always am excited to see these kinds of innovations. We've talked about on the show before about people creating new types of food sources, and you know, it's like we said, we're set in our old ways, and for us, we think eh, that might be weird, but it also might be the way of the future. So I'm excited. By all means, give me the CO2 steak. Yeah, that's the idea. I mean, the I'm idea is it. is. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you a couple little notes I have about them. Okay. okay. Uh, the company's called Air Protein. Air Protein. Uh, the idea is the technology would use one one point five millionth of the land required to raise mm. cattle. Mm -hmm. If we were to switch completely to meat blobs, uh, and then one fifteen thousandth of the water to do the same thing. So it's it's not very water intensive. It's not very land intensive. That's really good. And the big deal about it is you'd be taking CO two out of the atmosphere in yeah. order to to make the food. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool idea. And the reason I actually honestly brought up methane in the first place is because I had one of my odd thoughts that I have sometimes, mm -hmm. which is that methane is a worse greenhouse gas. Yeah. And wouldn't it be cool if you could do it with that? But it's not. You need the carbon is the problem. That's, yeah. where, that's where methane's an, an issue. I have a suggested name yeah. for their company, like mm. an alternate name. Okay. Medium Air. <laughs> this is to you. <laughs> Thank medium you, Air. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, we're having some protein from yes, Medium Air. Medium from Air. Medium Air. Uh, yeah, and the company's already making, they're recycling CO2 to turn to palm oil and citrus oil. Yeah. Which then presumably the palm oil would get burned then and turned into you know, more CO2. Yeah. And which exactly. also you grow palm trees. I'm not sure the palm oil business was as clever yeah. as the food making business, but I'm glad that they're, I'm glad they're, they're trying doing things. stuff. Scientists are trying things and that's the important thing. We got to get better folks. We got to get better that's, folks. That's the goal. So this is, <laughs> uh, Noel's going to be the newsman who throws this paper in unique and exciting ways. And that's I love goal. it already. Okay. So this is our first throwback of the week. Throwback of the week. I love that you're hiding the iPad from me. So I, I don't accidentally I don't see this. Because we don't tell each other the stories. This is a, this is the throwback of the week because I saw the story and I was like, okay, it's not a huge news story. But given the episode last week, I was like, I kind of have to do it. Okay. Fox with head stuck in watering can rescue, rescued in Essex. <laughs> Oh I couldn't resist the opportunity. If you listen to last week's show, you'll know that we talked about the poor crocodile with a tire around its body that was, you know, freed after six years. And we, you know, that was a, an amazing story. This one, I, when I read the story, I was like, the fox didn't really have that hard of a time. It said a member of the public spotted the animal thrashing about in Braswick near Colchester. Uh, the charity was set to free the vixen and checked it was not injured before <laughs> releasing it underground un, under uh, into undergrowth. Um, rescue officer Natalie Reed said the fox was clearly distressed. Okay. So the fox was distressed and could have suffered serious injuries or even died if it was not found so quickly. So here's the thing about this fox mm -hmm. is it wasn't in this watering can for six years. It was for a little better than the crocodile had a much better run. But I think my biggest takeaway from this story is we, uh, we finally, finally figured out what does the fox say? <laughs> can somebody please get this water can off my head? 
And that's the news. That's incredible news. <laughs> Do you know, I think that if, if I... My feeling on this is, is maybe a little different from the people who saved the fox. <laughs> okay. I don't think I would actually pull the can off the fox's head because this, this can could give the fox a strategic advantage. What's that? Well, I think that if you cut a little hole around <laughs> where the eyes are... It's great. Uh, then give it a sword and a shield yeah. that it could march into battle. It and could I think be an armored be, fox. It would be quite victorious with, oh. with the can on its head and the little slit between the eyes that it can go see through as it's fighting other foxes. <laughs> Don't you think? I, mean, I think, I think so. That, I think so. Worth, worth Arm- armored fox is what every neighborhood needs. <laughs> Arm- Don't mess with the armored fox. <laughs> armored fox. And the, what did you call the vixen? <laughs> the vixen. Yeah, it said, what did it say there? It said, uh, oh, it said free the vixen. The yeah. charity was, set, was sent to free the vixen. Vixen. I love how they call the fox. That's a, a good movie. Vixen, Armored yeah. fo- fox, fox and the freed vixen. The freed vixen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the story. But it was a, that was a short one. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I just had to. Uh, when you have a fox, this head stuck like our crocodile last week. I was like, I got to do that story. It's so a I'm, must do story. So I'm already passing back to you. Unless you're done. No, I was I've done all three of my stories, okay. Jacob. But I'm, I'm out of stories for the day. I wish I could. I wish I could give you more. No, but I, no, I, no. I'm, I actually, I actually came with a couple others. What? Just, to, just in no, case. I'm underprepared. No, no, you're not underprepared. Mm-hmm. I, I came with. See, here's the problem. Mm. The people have been listening to the show for a long time. Yes. I am used to coming with a lot of stuff in case, you know, we run out of the subject You material. show up with the thunder. I show up with the thunder. 100%. I do. Yeah. And, and sometimes I get my head stuck in a watering can. But yep. every now and then, yep. I am the armored fox. Yes. And so this week, we also want to talk about that France has banned plastic packaging for most fruits and veggies. Really? Yes. In an effort to curb plastic pollution... Uh, the French government is rolling out a ban on plastic packaging for some produce. Yeah. So these are the kinds of things that I like to see because it, relating to produce and fruit, I do think that that's something that doesn't necessarily need to be wrapped in plastic. I agree. Right? I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is it my, do well, you want me to go for it? Well, no. I'll, I'll say the you ban took effect on January 1st, 2022 for 30 fruits and vegetables. However, the vendors can use disposable plastic packaging for another six months to use up existing supplies. So they're not coming out of the gate and we have to throw it all in the trash. They're saying, let's just use what we've got, but let's stop making it. Let's stop producing it. And then they're moving past that. And they're saying other types of plastic packaging are also banned, including plastic sleeves for newspapers and advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition, tea sachets uh, must be biodegradable. Um, uh, Plastic produce stickers must be compostable. Fast food restaurants cannot offer free plastic toys with the menu items. And locales open to the public must have drinking fountains to curb the use of plastic water bottles. I think these are all very reasonable choices. Yeah. I know Absolutely. it's a bummer for the for the Happy Meals to lose the plastic toys, but uh, but those things end up in a tra- in the trash in a day anyway. Well, but you can also come with, come up with other things to put in the Happy Meal that kids I will enjoy. I, I, I feel I agree. like I feel like there's there's other stuff that might last a little longer. Maybe it's a little smaller, a little. I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like there's other ways that you can you can do that. Even if you give the kid a, a download link to something that they're already doing on their phone, to make a deal with Minecraft or something. Yeah, yeah, that's actually I mean, true. A that, virtual that, gift. That's. I mean, that's that's what kids like now anyway, for the most part, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess my Happy Meals go to really small kids, so maybe yeah. I'm just encouraging horrible habits for children, mm. which is what we do here on the Bio That's what we try podcast. to do. That's yeah, what we try yeah. to do. No, but my, my thinking was not every not everything is lettuce, right? Like, so lettuce, you probably would hope that they didn't have the ban include lettuce because the plastic will help keep keep it, you know, crisper over right, more time. Right, right, right. Um, but... You're right. Like when you're talking about bananas, you don't want, you don't you don't really want to throw those in plastic. You don't throw a bunch of oranges. You don't need to. Yeah. Apples in plastic. You don't have to do that with a lot of the veggies, the cucumbers. I mean, there's just there's most of most of it. You're fine. You don't need it. Yeah. So it's a pretty good call. I I'm, agree. I'm, I'm kind of up for it. I think it's it's 
one of those things that I think people will figure out. I think it might be frustrating for people at first when they're just yeah. used to being able to do it. But then after they get used to the idea, they'll probably find that it really wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. There are things like that, that at first when they're announced, everybody kind of groans and goes, ah, what am I supposed to do? And then they just I become a habit of part that with of everything. <laughs> then they just become a part of life. You just get used to it. It just becomes a thing that you're like, well, this is the only thing that is an option for me. So I, I like what France is doing and I support it. So I hope that spreads around the world. Well, I think this has been a very successful bio-friendly podcast with the new format, Jacob. I agree. I have one last thing. What? We're not over? <laughs> not over yet. Oh, my gosh. Over yet. This is action-packed. But, but I warned him before I'm we began. I'm coming next week with five stories. Okay. <laughs> this isn't a story. This isn't a story. Uh, I'm this coming with five story. stories. <laughs> okay. No more messing so, about. So this isn't a story. I And I told Noel before our broadcast began, I said, so I researched something and it just made me laugh so hard. And it's actually from December. So it didn't, it just was like, I want to share it on the show. Okay. I really do. So it was this adorable list that just said, hey, this is the conservation success, success stories of 2021. So it's basically a year in review and it was saying these are all the wonderful conservation oh, okay. things. And I was like, well, this is way too much to go to, through right now. This is something that we would share on our social medias right. and we would just say like, hey, Hey, look at all these wins. Right. But in classic biofriendly podcast form, I read something that just made me laugh so hard. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it said the most wanted fish tracked down in Turkey. So right <laughs> out of the gate, <laughs> it felt like they were talking about a criminal fish. Yes. He's most wanted. Yes. Right. Yes. And I've so seen the poster. Now yeah. the critically endangered Diyarbakir loach, which also sounds like a criminal. The Diyarbakir loach, he sounds like somebody who walked into Krabby's, the Krabby Patty shack yeah, yeah. With, uh, with a gun yeah, yeah. To, to rob all of the Krabby Patties yes, and yes, then run out. Yes, Diyarbakir loach. Yes. Everybody doesn't know, they know not to hang around town with Diyarbakir loach because he is the most wanted fish in Turkey. But it got better. Okay. So he has been found after fa- vanishing for almost five decades. So he's been hiding out. Wow, he did a good job of hiding out. He sure did. Wonder who was keeping him up. And what I love was you know, where he was hiding. Where was he? Wait, hiding? no, no, you were about to say something. With all the okay. new fish facial recognition technology they come totally. up with, it's a big time surprise. Totally, they can detect gills. Oh, uh, they know exactly who you are. You think yeah. you can get away with it? You think blended yeah. with the other fish? You yeah. can't. Yeah, back they know you and they know you specifically. Yeah, we back. got you, Loach. <laughs> we got you, Diakabir Loach. Yeah. As part of a global program to hunt down the ten most wanted fish. Okay. So this was an initiative. Oh, so there's ten. There's ten. Oh, there's <laughs> there's other a whole whole nef- stack of nefarious. wanted fish that are just causing problems. Yes. Monsters. The, out the there. freshwater wow. species was found to be alive and well. Okay. Oh. In streams north of the Batman Dam. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I died laughing. I was like, he's a criminal fish and he's been hanging out in Batman Dam. He was so close. So, so close. close to Batman the whole time. Batman. This whole time, Batman has been searching for this guy. <laughs> Unable to find him, and he was hiding right under his nose. Just cape in the wind, standing over his dam, yeah. just going, hmm, if only I could find Diakabir Loach, yeah. the most wanted fish that's been missing for five decades. And he couldn't. Couldn't find him. Ten years of hiding. <laughs> Unbelievable. Was yeah. it ten years? It was, uh, it was t- uh, ten, uh, five decades. Fifty years, 50 years of <laughs> hiding from Batman. <laughs> Batman's an old man now. Yeah, old man, and he still got this him. This is insane. This still got him. I actually think that probably wow. it wasn't Batman. It was probably Bruce Wayne fishing. And he was like, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Batman couldn't even find him. Yeah, Batman couldn't find him. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. That's a shame. I think I just outed Batman uh, on the uh-oh. Bye From the Podcast. Oh, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I guess he'll have to 
die now and yeah. be replaced by a new Batman. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only option for him at this point. That's the only option. Well, uh, now I'm officially done. I, I basically came with uh, with uh, two news stories and two jokes. I mean, <laughs> there it is. That's all we needed. That was the thunder, if you ask yeah. me. You brought it. You, you, you came uh, I think you may have had five. Yeah. You, have, you have four? I think I just had, had four. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm impressed. Five. Did I, I just I not tell one of my stories? No, no, no. no. You just, what you did is your stories were just so good that you got thrown... <laughs> It's nothing like with the oh, <laughs> but that's that's uh, how how do we feel? How do we feel? I feel oh, I feel pretty good. This is a fun new format. I hope that uh, I hope the audience likes it. I think yeah. the shows look like they're a little, little snappier. They might go a little quicker. Yeah, I don't think they'll be as long. a little less than thirty minutes, perhaps yeah. at times as we do this. Yeah, uh, but but I think that it works, right? I think I think, it works. I mean, I think we'll get better at it. I think yeah. we'll we'll get a better kind of back and forth uh, rapport at it. You know, maybe I'll I'll get one of those. One of those uh, teleprompters. So yeah, well, we can look up there and set it down here. Well, I feel like well, in my and here's my, here's my honest review. I feel like Noel has the news anchor um, skill. I was going for it. You were. I was and going I, all in. I said, and, if I'm going to be a news anchor, I'm going to be a news anchor. And I feel, but like, I stumbled at the first on the first one in a couple words. So I feel like we can get better at this. I feel like. I feel like somebody took a. Uh, I feel like I'm like a public access like like a, <laughs> like a guy, and they were like, "He's the guy who sits on the couch next to Johnny Carson, but on the public access level." And he just like cracked jokes, and he's like silly, and it was like, "Read the news," and I was like, "Oh no, oh!" <laughs> so I felt I felt like I came in to be a newscaster, but I kind of the whole time I felt like, "What's the weatherman doing over here?" <laughs> well, okay, so for our last, since since this is only for the podcast, okay, this okay. is this is this exclusive is, content. In case yeah, you're wondering, is, yeah, uh, a lot. A lot of this content gets shared now on YouTube in yeah, little bite-sized yes. pieces. Each it one does. of these news stories you can find on the internets. Yeah. You cannot find the whole thing on the on the uh, on YouTube anymore. There's no. no video version of that. No. You can only get these little bits and pieces, which no. means that every time we're talking in between the articles, the stories, you're getting exclusive content. Yes. This is the moment when you can say hi to, to uh, Veronica and to Elise, who are still here with us, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. Yes, they didn't yes. go anywhere. They're the still rocking thing. with us. That's right. It's just we're making them be quiet during our news stories so we can yeah. sell them on YouTube for lots and lots of profit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, exactly. That, that's the goal. Exactly. But what we could do now for bonus time, yeah, this is bonus. Is time. you could you could you could practice telling a non a, a, ridicu- it, okay. a ridiculous story, but go very very very, very newsy. Tell tell okay. us, tell a story about uh, tell tell a music story. Okay. Something that you, like that happened in music that okay. you would know about because you're okay. pretty well versed being okay. the, the Jacob Givens okay. on TikTok. Okay. The uh, this week in the news, uh, singer Sade crafted a guitar out of seaweed. And uh, surprised to find out that <laughs> that's pretty good. Shade crafted a, a guitar out of seaweed. That's outstanding. That's an environmental story. That belongs here. She doesn't play play guitar. Yeah, but, uh, but I if was she just, did, I was winging it. I was winging and it. She, if she crafted it out of out of seaweed, that, that's remarkable. <laughs> very dense seaweed. Very dead. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll practice. I'll tell you what. That was I'll, not bad, though, I'll, Jakey. Okay, all right. All you right. got it. I've got this. You I can do it. this. I can do the you news like this, and I can be very serious, and I can tell you the story, and then I can riff afterwards. That's yeah, what yeah. we're going for. Well, yeah. Or I think, like, you know, like that, That uh, I think serious, but semi-serious. Semi-serious. Sort of, because you've got to be able to smirk, I think, yeah. a little bit during yeah. this. Not, Maybe. Not, we're going to discover this, too. Okay. Okay. I'll get there. I'll get there, guys. I feel like we're gonna, we got to find it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I did feel my first news stories, people are going to look at it and be like, oof, <laughs> oof. He was not prepared. That's what they're going to uh, say. Because it was a little stumbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can't be stumbly. Well, we got to be, when you're doing news, you have to tell the report and tell the things one thing at a time until you know exactly what happened in the news. A lot of the, you know what I mean? Uh, get it up that was and then real go good. So maybe you and I are going to have to, before the show, be like, red leather, yellow leather, red, red leather, leather, yellow leather. leather. Unique, unique, unique New York. New York. Unique. She sells seashells she by, by the, the seashore. And get ourselves ready to be newsmen. Lemon liniment. 
That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> we have, how do we, we decided we were going to split this up. How to say we have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Remember it was going to be like. That's right. Yeah, so, so that's been, do we have to tell them what yeah, it is? Oh yeah. It? That's been your week in green. And we have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.